I do find it funny just the idea of, oh, whenever we hit record, it starts and we just have to, people just have to suffer through listening to us bullshit for like two, three minutes before we actually intro the episode. Yeah, exactly. Um, I like the idea more than a formal one. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. We did listen to a lot of fucking music this week. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Do you want to do singles or album first? Uh, let's. I don't have a ton to say on singles, so let's do singles first, I guess. Did you not listen to the fucking singles? No, I did. I, I did listen to the singles. It's just. Did you write down notes? No. <laughs> Why the fuck do you not write down notes? I already said that I do not do very well with writing down stuff on my thoughts on write that. stuff down. I was doing it while doing shit. I was listening to it while doing shit. <sighs> Welcome I to the podcast, everyone. I can't write down shit while trying to clean my fucking room. Like... Welcome to How to Survive a Breakdown podcast, everyone. This Hello. is episode four. My name is Evan. I'm joined by Parker, who would rather clean a room than write down notes for singles that we have to talk about. Throughout Sorry the that I have shit to do. Oh, hey, oh, I had shit to do. I was also in Boston. Speaking yeah. of... I've got story were you time. Down, were you writing down your your thoughts on music while listening while yeah, watching this? Yeah, I was. Off? I had a note. I had my notes in my phone, and then I transferred it to the computer. That's crazy. So I can't do you. that. Fuck you. Anyway, anyway, it's story time. Okay. <laughs> story so time. This past weekend, I went to Boston with my parents because my dad needed a break from work, um, and we went to a. <sighs> okay so story time uh we went to boston this weekend we just went for the day slash day and a half and we when we got there we went to pf chang's one of my favorite asian restaurants and we got food we had a uh, brewery tour of the sam adams brewery at two o'clock so we had to go to that afterwards which that was an absolute blast. That was really fun to do. Um, I got some really cool little glasses and a mug. I also got really expensive beer, which uh, just so you understand, it is it was thirty dollars for a six pack. Um, it was five dollars per beer, and while that may not seem like a lot, normally you can get a six pack at the store for eleven bucks, ten eleven bucks, depending on what brand you get. So. It was expensive, but it was higher quality beer and more unique ones that I hadn't seen yet. So I was very interested in it overall. And then after that, everything kind of went a little bit south. (laughs) Just a little bit. Um, So first we get to the hotel and they tell us that there's this $25 fee or something on our account, but we can use this $25 fee for any credit at the buffet, at the Starbucks, and at this convenience store that was located inside uh, of the hotel. And my mom was like, okay, that was a little weird, but okay. And we can also use it for room service. However, we could not use it the next morning because it's only for that day. At midnight, it shuts off, and you cannot use that credit in any regard. You and start seeing the little fucked up part right there. So we can't use it for room service in the morning. 
because we were going out to dinner. We were going to Legal Seafood that night, which, by the way, if you haven't gone to Legal Seafood, I strongly advise going. It is amazing. It is really good seafood, seafood really good quality. What's up? I like seafood a lot. That's my shit. Legal Seafood is your place to go. Um, Go to the one near the Boston Aquarium. It is the best quality. You're going to pay a little pretty penny, but honestly, it is worth every single dime. Um, The service there every single time has never faltered. And every time I go there, I ask myself, why, why do I just get the same thing over and over again? Why do I just get shrimp or calamari? Because it's so fucking good, and it literally, they fry calamari. It doesn't taste like there's grease on it. It's just the right amount of crispy. It's the right amount of rubbery that calamari is, and it has so much flavor. It is so good. Hell yeah. Anyway, that's one of the extra highlights of the nights, because after this, so my mom hadn't been generally feeling well, and she, she was not in the greatest of moods, but... <laughs> We pressed on. We went anyway. We got back to the we got we got up to our hotel room, which was on the twenty seventh floor, which had a nice view. We nice. get into the room, and it, the hotel itself was kind of expensive. Um, not gonna say how much. Just it was expensive. It had a really nice TV. Uh, I pull out. So they had a couch that pulled out into a futon style, and. I lay down on the mattress and I feel springs stab into my arm and into my back. And I'm like, well, shit, this is going to be not a fun time. And I'm laying there and I have these headphones on. Fun fact, these are $300 noise canceling headphones. I'm just not trying to brag. I just spent money on it just to get them. They are wonderful. And they literally block out all sound. Um, Nice. And I'm, I think I was starting to listen to music or watching a YouTube video and I was laying on the bed, just noticing the fact that like the mattress sucked. I was sleeping on it. it st- my back still hurts to be honest. <laughs> and out of my ears through my noise canceling headphones and a video, which had like, I was at like ma- mid volume. I hear whoosh, like that. I'm like, what the fuck was that? And I pull off an ear. And I'm like, what was that? And my mom comes out of the bathroom and is like, Jesus fucking Christ. And I'm like, um, she's like, the toilet just scared the shit out of me. That was the toilet. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I went in there like 20 minutes later, forgetting the fact that it was going to be loud. And I went to press it. And mine, mine at home take a little bit of pressure. This thing, if you put three ants on it and you press down just ever so slightly, it created the sa- it broke the sound barrier. So if you know what an airplane toilet sounds like or um, what was the other example she thought of? Like a vacuum? <laughs> it, uh, basically, she, she described it as instead of getting you know the tornado from wizard of oz you get sucked down into the tornado it's like you're getting sucked down versus sucked up um oh my god that thing scared the living shit out of me and i actually jumped 
And the thing is that like I I don't jump at much. I jump with horror games or if I'm really focused and you come behind me and just tap me on the shoulder when I'm really focused. This thing actually made me jump. And I was like, okay. And like even when you're prepared for it, even when you're like very late, like, okay, I'm not gonna press it too hard. I'm not gonna press it too hard. And then you press it just a little bit, it's like whoosh, just really really fucking loud and we joked about the fact that no one's allowed to go to the bathroom at night because he'll wake us all up um i genuinely think i woke up my parents at one point with the toilet um i don't know if i did or not but it felt like i did um so after the bathroom incident i say i want to go use that 25 dollar credit since we can't use it in the morning for anything so I go downstairs and I go to the convenience store that I see. And I go in, I get what was it? Uh a cookies and cream drumstick, tea, Cheez Its, peanut butter crackers. I'm a fucking snack fiend. I'm 27 years old and I eat like a fucking child. Um and I grab these almonds too, which those were nine dollars and I immediately put those back after I realized that. And the lady rings it up all up and it's like $17. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I want to charge it to my room. She's like Oh, you can't. And I'm like, what? What do you mean? <laughs> what the? F-? Like, I'm like, what? But this is the. And she's like, no, this, this isn't. This isn't part of the program for the for the room credit. And I'm like, are you actually serious right now? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, this is just. And I, I'm like pissed off now, and it's it's a little hard for to get me mad but the amount of frustration that my mom had and the amount of frustration that i was starting to have really made me made my blood boil just a little bit more just a tad to be honest though this uh this person working at the convenience store was cute and very nice and very reasonable so i didn't want to just leave without getting that stuff so i did end up purchasing all that and it was very good Mm-hmm. Um, fun fact: the peanut butter cracker mix was an extra size, which had two extra crackers in it. Still cost me four dollars for it. Um, so absolute waste of my money on that. But anyway, she was really nice. She was like, "This is not one of the stores for that." And I go upstairs, and when I'm going up, I'm trying to use. So each of the elevators had a. You had to use your card to access the guest floors you could access one through five at any point but you had to use your guest card to get to the floor you wanted so i'm trying to press on the little electronic sensor thing it's not fucking registering my card whatsoever and i'm clicking floors and i'm trying and i'm trying and i'm trying i try 10 times i say fuck it whatever the next person going up is up to level 30 i'm like okay i'll go to floor 30 i'll look for stairs We'll go down to the 27th floor, whatever. I'll just deal with it. No stairs that I could find. That seems like a fire hazard. There probably is stairs. I just didn't look hard enough. Um, so I go back in the elevator. I try again. Fun fact, you had to use the top of the cart, not the middle, not the bottom. It has to be the top and it has to be pressed right in the center. Otherwise, it doesn't fucking work. So I go down to the 27th floor. I get to my room. I explain all of this to my mom and to my dad. My mom calls the front desk. It's like, what are we supposed to do? What fucking convenience store are you talking about? And they're like, oh, it's ingredients. And 
she asked what they sold there. And basically, she said, you can get it for wine, coffee, or the breakfast place that isn't open, or the dinner place that is open. Uh, actually, those are the same spot, but like the dinner place. But we told her, we're like going the, out. The, um... Oh, but you can get wine or alcohol in it. Well, we don't drink. I drink, but I didn't feel like drinking after having a couple beers at Sam Adams Brewery, which that's some good beer, by the way. Um, anyway, basically, you get wine, coffee, really shitty Starbucks food that has never been good in my life, or you can get food, which you won't eat because you're going out to dinner with your family anyway. Those were our options. And then the manager comes on. Yes, basically, let me speak to the manager, please. And he's a fucking asshole to my mom. <laughs> and <laughs> let me tell you, if you, you you piss off my mom, when especially when she's sick, you're getting yeah. hell's wrath. She, it's bad. She, she didn't yell at him. She just gave him very passive-aggressive tones, which to me is scarier than her yelling at him. But he was also a complete douchebag to her on the phone. And so we didn't use the $25 because we had nothing that we could get. Yeah. Um. And then, was it? I? Uh, so we went to dinner that night. Really, really wonderful food. I Then we went home. I slept on a really shitty mattress. Uh, it wasn't comfortable. And then the next morning, we had breakfast at the place. And we, there was a line outside, so we waited. And then we got into the buffet. So it was a buffet. It was $30 per person, which is fucking stupid. Um, Just so you know, even if your place is expensive, don't ever charge more than $20 per person. That's the most that you should ever charge. Like, and then I go to get food. And I go immediately for the eggs, because I love scrambled eggs. And they look really wet. They don't look good. Nothing. And one another stranger, as I was talking to my mom about this, a stranger says, oh, they have, I think they have cheese in them. And I'm lactose intolerant. I can't have cheese. I don't want to risk it. Look, even with a lactate pill, I don't want to risk it. So I put them back. I already put some on the plate, so I put those back. I didn't touch them. I them with a spoon i put the i got a new plate and then someone else confirmed that it was actually just uh cream inside the eggs so even more of a reason for me not to touch it and then honestly the rest of the food was fine like it was just okay but it was just the fact that like it was labeled as like farm fresh scrambled eggs but no label of cheese or cream or anything it was like really you're gonna be this much of a fucking douche about it (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and all of the streets of Boston need to get their pavement checked. Uh, it, they are, they are, um, and I know this is a Massachusetts thing, I know, but holy shit, is it, it, it felt like I just puked in my car, in the car afterwards, because it just felt like I was going alongside, like, a mountain that had no path. It was just like, ba-doop, 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 ba-doop the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Anyway, that was my trip to Boston. Nice. It was eventful. It wasn't the greatest, but it wasn't the worst. It just was insane about how many things happened in a matter of like a day. 
How was your week? It was... It was good. I, you know, I don't have too much to say. I hung around and I Mm. listened to the music that we're going to talk about. I have been cleaning my room for the last, like, two days. Mm. Um, Yeah, it's nothing too eventful. So... Yeah. I also had a crazy week at school, but I'm not going to get into that. Let's just say it's just been so much happening and the kids are as insane as before. So, yeah. All right. Uh, anyway. Let's discuss the singles first so that we can roast you about the fact that you don't write anything down. Man. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Fuck you. All right, let's just talk about the Amity Affliction and their track, I See Dead People, featuring Louie Knox. Mm -hmm. So, Louie Knox is a New Zealand rapper who passed away back in 2021, I found out. Um, And they had a feature from him, and honestly, the feature is really, really solid on this, and I didn't mind the track per se. It just feels like I'm not getting the same Amity Affliction that I've heard. And ironically, I shouldn't be asking for the same Amity Affliction that I've heard for 10 years now. I should be asking for different Amity Affliction um, that's more unique. And this is exactly what that is. It's more, it still has the same Amity sound, but it provides new elements. It just feels like there's no catchy chorus in any of the singles so far, which have been. Um, Something about God and then I see dead people. Um, so for me, it's not fully hitting yet, but I know I'm going to get a song that I'm going to really enjoy on the album that eventually comes out. I don't know if there is an album confirmed or not. So, what Yeah, do you think? I, I haven't seen anything on, a, on an album release yet, but... I mean, it's kind of doing that thing where they're like clumped in, like the two singles are clumped into the kind of like the same album. So I feel like that usually ends up being part of an album. I don't know what I don't know. Anyways, I enjoyed this one. It it was it's mostly just a banger. This is kind of like a pretty standard metalcore, like a little bit of deathcore type of banger. Um, it was good. I I enjoyed it. Um, the Amity Infliction isn't really isn't a band that I've gone and checked out yet, but um. You know, it definitely, it, it was definitely, it's enough of a hook to me that I'm like, okay, this is something I can see myself listening to. So, that's, I, I, I don't have much to say on it other than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mr. I don't write anything down. Yes, man. Let's hey, discuss Acres and their track Nothing featuring Silent Planets. And, uh, from what I remember, they have an album coming out on March 3rd, 2023, which is a follow-up to their album from 2019, Lonely World, which I really enjoyed when I reviewed it uh, about a month or two ago on my own. So um, I enjoyed this track. I didn't check out any of the other singles yet for this album. And I don't think I'm going to, because I just want to experience this album mostly blind. But the feature is really, really cool. 
and I really enjoy it. And it just kind of blends right in and you don't even notice it until it's actually just like right in the middle of the feature. And you're like, oh shit, wait, hang on. That's, there's Garrett. Hi. Yeah. Hi, Garrett. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. Um, From what I remember. I don't remember a ton <laughs> from this. I mean, That's I really fair. only gave these like one, one listen each. But mm. so I, I feel like this is the section that I'm not going to be very... You know, I'm not going to be very informative or helpful on because I mm -hmm. <laughs> I just did not do the assignment basically. Yeah, Mister mm -hmm. fucking has more time yeah. than I do and still didn't do the assignment. I don't know if I would say I have more time than you, but <laughs> um, Regardless. another one that I'm not going to remember much of uh, is the Acacia Strain and their song "Fresh Bones," which also. I believe it had an album announcement that we didn't talk about. Uh, the Acacia yep. Strain have an album, Step Into the Light, out May 12th, 2023. So, uh, I, I'll go this... first on this one because I, I just realized I can't remember if I'm thinking of when I said like Metalcore, Deathcore. I don't remember if I was thinking of the Amity Affliction song or this song. And I feel no, this like one's that's more the Metalcore, issue. Deathcore. What? I, I was thinking that, like, the Amity Affliction is just more on their heavier side right now. Right. I don't know. I <laughs> It's probably this I, one, I because this one I, is... I'm thinking of the, of, um, the Amity Affliction song, or of the Acacia Strain song. That seems like an issue to me. This one is it. more that hardcore, deathcore, metalcore mix that... Right. <sighs> I'll be honest, I've never checked out the Acacia Strain... From what mm. I've heard, I've never been fully invested in checking them out. Um, I think of like Fit for an Autopsy, who we checked out their album from last year, and I really was interested in going back to their previous material because I want to see how they progressed to... Um, oh, What the Future Holds. Oh, What the Future Holds. Because uh, it was a I very really, really. solid album. Mm -hmm. Just for me, wasn't hitting every bone that every part of me that really wanted deathcore um for the acacia strain i i i'm i still want to check out the album i just don't know how much i'm gonna enjoy it based on this single alone right let's do bury tomorrow heretic featuring Laz taylor who is the singer of while she sleeps uh Barry Tomorrow, I believe, have an out al yep, album coming out, The Seventh Sun, out March 31st, 2023. And I really wish I had checked out Barry Tomorrow before this. And I regret not checking out Barry Tomorrow before this because honestly, this song got me so invested into Barry Tomorrow that I want to check out all of their previous material, and I am upset at myself. That all those times that people said, bury tomorrow, bury tomorrow, bury tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. Cool. I'll check them out at some point. I I wish I could go back to 2018 me or 2019 me and just be like, and just slap myself and be like, listen to fucking bury tomorrow, you bitch. Yeah. This one was good. I I, I did enjoy this one. Um, Probably a, a, a bit more than the rest of, of what I listened to. Um. You know, it feels just like pretty standard metalcore stuff from what I remember. 
but mm-hmm. this is this is good just like this is good just metalcore and yeah you know i don't i don't i wouldn't say it's anything like exceptional to me personally <laughs> but um you know this is this is really good this is good mm-hmm. i i'm really excited for this album in general mm-hmm. um which you know this is i think this is a this is a pretty decent starting spot as someone who's never listened to the band before yeah so uh speaking of a band that we have listened to many times before or yes re- realistically an artist that we've listened uh, or a, a singer that we've listened to a lot um chelsea grin with their song chelsea. fathomless maw um <laughs> fathomless they have maw. an album coming out march 17th suffer in heaven which is the second part of suffer in hell uh all i'm gonna say is did someone say album of the year because Maybe. this is what this yeah. is really already i love this track i love the sample mm-hmm. i love the breakdown i love this so much more than the other single that we just had um oh the, you were pretty, yeah, so you were really high on sing to the grave too yeah this, this is so much better by a mile <laughs> that's crazy i i, did really enjoy this one. I expect really. that this album is going to be such a good fucking album mm-hmm. honestly if they don't open or close the album with a heavy heavy breakdown song like the suffer in he- hell suffer in heaven song mm-hmm. i'll be upset <laughs> <laughs> and once again tom barber i'm asking you please marry us be related to us somehow somehow mm-hmm. anyway what is did it, you think is that, that going is, is to be our, our running joke of just telling tom barber to like join the family oh, tree? Yeah. <laughs> until he comes on the show and re- like talks with us mm-hmm. that'd be wild <laughs> getting tom barber on the show that'd be crazy um yeah this is a banger song um i don't know if i i'd say it's about it's it's on the same level as sing to the grave and i really i enjoyed sing to the grave a lot so um well i wouldn't personally it's not it's not an album of the year territory yet um you know this definitely has me in, invested in in suffer in heaven um mm-hmm. which also march 17th is such a fucking stacked day yeah um, we were gonna get to this at some point but shit uh... is, we have four albums already that i am fairly invested in all-time love uh, Gideon, not so much we'll, we'll we'll talk about Gideon in a minute um but all-time love chelsea Grin, and invent animate and, and, and uh, yeah. invent animate yeah it's gonna be a nuts nuts uh we like the, the best part is, is that march 17th is my last day at the current classroom i'm in and then march 20th is the first day i start at another classroom in a different school so the whole weekend's that i'm listening to new music i also had to prep for my next room <laughs> great so i'm gonna have an insane confusion filled time during yes. that whole period um let's discuss yeah let's discuss neck deep no neck i'm deep. sorry yeah no let's do neck deep i was gonna do gideon and i said neck deep because my brain said let's do neck deep first <laughs> Man, it was uh, such a good segue too. I was I mentioned Gideon already. I would, okay, fine. We're doing Gideon. Fuck you. Okay, you know what? We're doing sure. Gideon and their song "Take Off," which is part of the album "More Power, More Pain," out March seventeenth, twenty twenty three. I 
honestly really enjoy this song. It is such a groovy song and is one of the few metalcore, hardcore bands that pushes that boundary of metalcore and hardcore that I actually do enjoy a decent amount. Um, Their last album... Oh, I don't remember it. Um, It was solid. I just don't recall much about it. I know there was a Drew York feature. Um, I want to go back and check it out before this album so that I can remember exactly what they sound like. All I know is that it's chunky, chunky breakdowns that are so good. Um, Yeah. I, you know, I've heard Gideon's name thrown around. I've, I've heard this band's name thrown around a good amount just in, in the various aspects of the various parts of the internet I've seen. And, um, the, you know, this, this is a, a very good start for, for, for a first song I've heard from them. I think this is, this is very solid. Um, you know, not really knowing what to expect. Um, you know, this has me looking forward to what they're, to what they're putting out. And so, you know, I'd be down to, you know, visit their past stuff too. Like, I don't you have know, much to I say. Was... It was just, it, you know, like you said, it was groovy. It was, it was chunky. It was, it was just it's a banger and that's about all i have to say about it you know you you were saying let we'll talk about gideon in a minute like saying i thought you were gonna say like this sucks oh, I thought, we're, we're, oh. I, that's where my brain was like oh it, no was he's gonna what, say he was, hates this but no, i'm I, actually I, really no, happy that you're also that. invested in this too mm-hmm. um okay now that we talked about neck deep let's actually talk about neck deep <laughs> Yes, now that we've brought up Nekdi. With their song, Heartbreak of the Century. Uh, They had a single last May, um, STFU, um, if I remember hearing that correctly. Um, So Nekdi was unofficially the first pop punk band I really ever found in my life. Um, They were the first band introduced to me from my friends. And this was back in 2012 with their previous singer, who I believe has confirmed sexual assault charges against him. I don't remember exactly, or just left the band. I don't remember. Um, but this sounds exactly as if we went into a time portal from 2014 pop punk and pulled out a song, and this is exactly what it sounds like. Um for me, it doesn't hit everything that I want, but also the chorus is unironically really catchy, and it's just an earworm in my ear that has played quite a few times. Um, I've given it a few chances, and it still isn't doing everything I want for pop punk. Maybe I just don't like this era of pop punk, but it still is catchy stadium stadium filling pop punk that people would enjoy to like sing along to and maybe like join the singer on stage or something i don't know but it was i i'm not gonna lie i don't remember this is one of the ones that i'm not remembering a whole ton from i didn't hate it when i was listening to it it's not like I, i dislike it um but the, the I think the the fact that it's stuck a little less with me than the other singles we've listened to this week I think 
says a little bit at least yeah um but you know i i like pop punk so i'd, I'd imagine it it'll grow at some point like give it you know if i give it another listen or two and it'll it'll pick up because i do remember the like i like you said i do remember the chorus being pretty good so um yeah it'll it'll, it'll grow if i had to guess mm-hmm. do we have we don't have an album announcement from them i'm assuming uh nothing confirmed yet okay we do have an album from this band uh periphery uh titled periphery five gent is not a genre out uh march 10th 2023 so i checked out this band's 2019 when periphery of periphery four hail stand came out and i don't think i ever got past the first track because the first track is literally 15 minutes long um they do have very long tracks. I'm yes, looking at their I one of their most popular ones is 16 minutes 43 seconds. I think that's literally the first song, if I remember correctly. Uh, first before, yeah, it is. That's crazy. Yep, that's why. Um, yeah, rep, uh, reptile. reptile. I never got past that in Blood Eagle. Um, and the best part is it's nine songs an hour and three minutes long. Anyway, so it it's an eight minute song. Oh, so, sorry. Uh, Atropus uh, from Periphery is the song. And it's the follow-up to Wildfire slash Zagreus. Wildfire is the one that everybody is talking about. Um, It is seven minutes long. Zagreus is eight minutes long. I enjoyed it, but Jesus Christ, it is eight minutes of a lot. And I don't remember it more than quite a few of the other songs on this and there's another five minute song we're going to get to in a little bit that was a lot more interesting than this but this was still like i think like the first half was good and then i don't remember anything else after that it just hasn't struck the right chord with me i guess i don't know people brag about periphery being insane and i'm like yeah this is just It's whatever, and I don't. I personally don't get it. What What did you think? I I enjoyed this a decent bit. Um, I do honestly. The main thing I remember, well, I, I enjoyed it in the moment. The main thing I remember from this song is um, there was a point I think around like five six minutes in where you know I was doing something else, I wasn't paying like full attention to the song, and I looked down. I was like, is it still going? It's still going because I was like, it feels like it's been a while, and it was like we, it still had two more minutes. I was like, oh, it's still going because it's a fucking eight minute track. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, okay, yeah, the that makes sense. Um, but yeah, I mean the you know the base of what here of what's here is good. Um, it's absolutely something that deserves a more focused listen than what I've been giving it. Yes, and I, think I completely I'll, agree. I'll have, I'll have more interesting things to say on it when the album comes out probably mm-hmm. because you know give it it need, it definitely needs a more like i'm going to listen to this type of mentality you know yeah you can't do other things with it otherwise you'll lose yourself and everything else yeah and that, i mean that's uh, that's kind of the way i am 
with a lot of music but this mm -hmm. i think especially fall can fall into that very easily okay we have two more songs two more songs. albums uh we have yonaka and their song panic which does not technically have a release day for an album yet but i'll be honest whenever it releases that is going to be my favorite album released that day um really i know this song came out february 3rd i know we're late i'm sorry i didn't realize that but it came in my release radar and i said "Ooh, yonaka let's listen and it came out before we even started the podcast so i think um that's okay i listened to the song six to seven times this weekend and for okay. context every other song got three listens in total and Honestly, I love this song so much. It is exactly what I want in whatever they are considered. Punk, alt, rock, pop? I don't even know. Um, chorus of P-A-N-I-C just gets stuck in my head so much. And I, I absolutely loved it. Nice. Uh... I forgot to listen to it because you brought it up after you and actual I said I was going to listen to it and then I didn't. So you I don't actual big wad. Okay, you that a good song. Um, I guess we'll get to the song that everybody wants to fucking talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, Sleep token and their song Vor, which Vor. did you I ever like want to know about saying... what the meaning of Vor was? Oh, I I know what the word. I knew what the word meant. Okay, good. For the listeners, it's getting sexual please. pleasure out of eating other people or being yeah. eaten yourself. That's I was very much not comfortable with putting that in my search bar. <laughs> oh, I listened to Say the Seeing Podcast. They said it for me, so I gladly yeah. listened to them first. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I, I, I absolutely <sighs> was like, I am not plugging this into a search engine because I am scared of what's going to show up. <laughs> yep um, like even just being like sleep token more like so, i don't know what i'm not clicking on that google images tab like uh, i don't want to know what's in there so i think we've talked about the fact that some songs are heavy and some songs are light in the sleep token world and if i'm gonna be completely honest this is the weakest of the five singles that we've gotten for me uh, it's the same for me too okay i would i don't know how big of a gap it is for you for me it's not that huge of a gap no but it's still a good thing. song it's still a good song but i Just, think when it comes to i think i've heard people describe it as like black metal influences i guess like at the start yeah kind of like in the middle mm -hmm. like i think i haven't listened i haven't listened to a ton of black metal but if this is what black metal sounds like it's not something i'm gonna be super invested in most likely because yeah it um i thought the, i would the, actually the really enjoy slow, this sorry go ahead no, go ahead you go because the, the parts where it slows down and it's it's more focused on on vessel's voice you know sort of like a lot of the other tracks have been are easily my favorite parts of the song and it's mm -hmm. not that he's obviously it's not that he sounds bad his streams are cool i like his streams um one of my favorite parts in the summoning is like the the part before that first kind of breakdown where he's like sh like 
I want to see the other side and he's like screaming it. It's great. Um, but I think just kind of, it's kind of, it's very much a wall of sound. Yeah. And that's something I tend to struggle with some with songs is just kind of taking it in. I, I don't think it detracts from what they've put out. You know, I think I'll still, you know, when it comes time to listen to the full album, I think I'll still like it. Um, because there are parts of this I do enjoy a lot, but I think as a whole, it's it's uh, it's lesser to me than the rest of them. Because every other song, because the other four, I've I'm basically in love with all the way through, and then this one is I even the black think... parts I still enjoy, but I'm kind of like eh on it, you know. Yeah. So hold on, sleep token is not okay. Also, the sleep token has I've, given, I've listened to multiple times out of this list so <laughs> what's up this is also the only single out of our list that we've done today it is this is the only one i've given multiple listens to ah so chokehold was the only one that i haven't really gone back to and i want to because i should check these out before the album um chokehold grew on me a lot like like because summoning was pretty immediate but the chokehold i was like this is good but it's not great and then i and now i'm like this is great by the way, summoning is up to thirteen million point, uh, thirteen point six million plays. Oh, yeah. Um, Apparently, they, um, you know, the, the Spotify, they have like the viral fifty chart or whatever, like the viral, the viral fifty playlist. Yeah. They have all, all five of their songs are in that playlist right now. Yeah, I'm not surprised. In very positions. Um, but Granite and Aqua Regia are, um, I still really like those, and summoning, of course. It, this one just seems like I've listened to it five times, listened to a reaction of it and myself four times to try to really more enjoy it. And I think once the album comes out, I'll probably enjoy it in the context. But right. for right now, it's just, it's still good. I mean, like, I'm not going to say this fucking sucks and never listen to it again, but it's not hitting that chord for sleep token that right. I want sleep token to hit. Um, yeah. I don't sorry, know. How I lied. The, it. Sorry, I lied. It's the four single. It's the four previous singles, and then Alkaline. Vor ah. is not in this list yet. Okay. But so anyways, honestly, it, I'm excited for this album 100%. This single, less excited, but still really interested in. More so than like, um, I guess the Acacia Strain. I mean, I know it was only a two and a half minute song for Acacia Strain, but it wasn't that interesting. But I'll still check out the album for sure when it comes to May. Um, right. Also, uh, Sleep Token did announce that Take Me Back to Eden will be released on May 19th, 2023. So that day is not too busy. But... May is just gonna have, well, I suppose because people haven't really gotten around to announcing stuff in May yet. I think. Yeah, we haven't got anything official with that day yet, but Sleep Token might be that biggest day yet for that. And I'm expecting it, that... It already has, like, two albums of the year already. <laughs> Confirmed. Oh. We got current, we got Sleep Token. Like, it's just perfect. <laughs> perfect. Month. Well, I, I'm just gonna let you know that March has some really, really good contenders for album of the year, March too. is good, but uh, I say Invent Animate is probably gonna contend. <laughs> If I had to guess. Uh, I'm sorry. Chelsea Grant, Invent Animate, Baby Metal, and Baby Berry Tomorrow. I don't think I... I... 
No, probably not Barry tomorrow. I would but kind of be the surprised if Baby Metal competed for album of the year for me. Oh, I, I really enjoyed the singles so far. Okay. I haven't, yeah, I haven't gone, I haven't gone and listened to any other stuff. So it's, we'll see. see how All right. Goes. So we have some albums. Got a couple, just a, just a couple albums. And by that, <laughs> and, I mean four. Uh, not a couple, but you know. Shush. <laughs> we have five. Anyways, we have five? Yumi at six, Avatar, Half Moon, oh, Skrillex, right. Distant. Yeah. Never mind. I forgot we were counting Yumi at. Um, I forgot yeah. about Yumi at six for whatever reason. Because like, you kept your mouth shut about this, and you're mm -hmm. going first on this part. So we missed an album yeah. last week. Yes. It was Yumi at six, Truth Decay. And I'll be honest, I really wish. Actually, I'm really glad we didn't check out this past week. Because we had a very stacked week last week of Paramore, yeah. Pierce the Veil, In Flames, and Lane. And that right. was a lot. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad we saved it for this week. Mm -hmm. You said you were keeping your mouth shut, but you were interested in talking about this album. Mm -hmm. So for me, knowing how you work, yeah. either you hated this album with a burning passion, mm -hmm. or... This thing is like album of the year status. Very, very, very good. Mm -hmm. I am going to be I'm I'm gonna go against your expectations a little bit, actually. I am I gave it a second listen. I was initially I was like, this is really good. It grew ever so slightly off of me. So I'm sitting at like a a very good, not quite great right now. Ooh number wise what are you giving it um i think i have it well i have it at a, i think an eight i have an eight a an 8.1 currently okay okay which is not my top so far but well um, still the fact that like but, it still was very it was good it was it was very good um i enjoyed a good amount of the songs on here especially in the second half um the what am i thinking of the closer especially i think is is one of, is probably my favorite i i always i seem to like closers a lot yeah a love letter to those who feel lost um is probably my favorite on here um just kind of the 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 thing that stuck out to me the, the repeated mantra of take of take it as it comes um at least kind of spoke to me a lot personally um so that was something I really liked about it, but um, deep cuts I think it has a pretty has a solid chorus on it. Um, I like mixed uh, mixed emotions is pretty good. God bless the '90s kids. I really am not huge on. I am not very high on that track. Um, it's kind of an it's. I think I think I it's in the range of me calling it annoying. <laughs> um, for me personally, um. But once you get past God Bless the 90s Kids, I can't think of a song on here that I like actively have much bad to say about. Um What was I thinking of? Um Breakdown uh is the song I enjoy a lot. Um I think it was A Smile to Make You Weaker at the Knees was another was another highlight for me. Um but so and just all throughout all throughout this record, it's just like a very solid like alt metal, post hardcore type of type of sound, and some of the yeah some of the choruses on this thing 
are great. Um, yeah, I, I, my brain went fucking blank, but it, <laughs> yeah, it's a good record. Like I, I enjoyed myself a lot with this. I want to go back to this. I want to spend more time with this. So, mm-hmm. so funny enough, the reason why I am upset that we missed it at first was because this is already going to be for me a nine. Um, I did not think I would love it this much. The only track that technically doesn't have a heart right now is ultra violence. Just not a fan of it. And God bless the 90 kids. God bless the nineties kids would be the other track. Mm -hmm. If in theory, like, but I still enjoy it. It's still very cute. Um, I absolutely love this track or this love this album. Um, Deep cuts, mixed emotions, um, heartless. Who needs revenge when I've got Ellen Ray? Breakdown is one of the best songs on this. Traumatic, iconic by Dopamine. Um, that entire stretch of like that middle stretch of five tracks from oh from God, yeah, that, to my dopamine to honestly a smile, a smile make you weaker at the knees is fucking incredible. So yeah, like the first half is like okay, this is good, and then. <laughs> The second, the middle is like, okay, you are going to out impress or out beat, like beat out every other band that like tries to make that middle section actually relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the funny thing is when state of the scene reviewed this, uh, I think it was the lead singer who commented on Twitter and said, we're making an album and we're not going to, we're just going to do exactly what we sound like period <laughs> or something of that line. And I haven't checked out other Yumi at six, but if this is exactly what they sound like and like Mm -hmm. the same formula to a T, then yes, I want to check this out so much more. And I absolutely loved this. Like without a doubt, this was seriously one of the best listens that we had or I had this entire weekend. Um, I listened to this like three times and I think I almost put it on a fourth time today because I was like, I want to go back and listen to this. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm really enjoying it. I want to I want to put on more. I just need to yeah. find the time to listen to things. <laughs> yeah, good luck in March for that one. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but seriously, but, Yumi at yeah. 6, Truth Decay, it's their ninth studio album. It's really good. Um, sorry, it's eighth their- album. Was, this is their eighth album. Yeah, I thought they were. I thought that they only had like two or three. They've been around a second. Okay. We also checked out Distance and their album Heritage, which is their third album. They're signed to Century Media Records. It is twelve songs and forty-seven minutes. I had a. I'll just, I guess I'll just start with this. I had a. Good, I had a really good time with this. I had a solid to good time with this. Mm-hmm. I think For, so. I I I saw a review of this somewhere. I saw it on Album of the Year, and they were more negative on it than I. <laughs> they were way more negative on it than I was. But the I, I think what they said kind of has an element of truth to it. And they were like, I want they're like I want to have. It was one of the memes of like, I want darker US. The mom does. We have darker US at home, and this is darker US at home. And I can kind of see uh, it. It kind of makes sense. No, but at the same time, it's very good. So I don't it, have a, like I don't have an issue with that. I I hear 
Chelsea Grin and Lorna Shore mixed together. I don't hear any Lorna Shore in this. Well, I, I, I hear like well, the honestly, to me, which to me is a good thing because I would rather not have Lorna Shore in my in my um, To be honest, I really enjoyed a lot of this track, a lot of this album. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. to be, Acid Rain was a really nice instrumental opening. I didn't heart it because I just didn't. Um, but I really did enjoy it. Into Paradigm Shift and Born of Blood, such nice opening. Um, really disgusting in general. The Grief Manifest was okay. I wasn't <clears throat> the biggest fan of that track specifically. Right. And then if we jump ahead to the Gnostic Uprising and the Sense to Suffer, I just wasn't a big fan of those because they felt very bland. I, ironically, it's deathcore. It sounds bland, which shouldn't go in the same sense. But um, in comparison to the other songs, that was like that was the worst of it. But even then, if you put on the Gnostic Uprising randomly, I'll listen to it. Right. Like I'm not gonna like turn it off and be like, this shit sucks. Sucks. Yeah. This is um, horrible. Like my. Two favorite tracks have to be Exofilth and Argent Justice. Um, mm-hmm. Can we just discuss Argent Justice really quick? Sure. Um, so so Argent Justice. Um, <laughs> this features a few bands. Just a few. Um, um, I think the list goes off the, the here, end of the page. Here, I'll get the... Yeah, Argent Justice. Okay. We have Suicide Silence, Amur, Abbey Falls, oh, it just keeps going. Cranius, Angel Maker, Body Snatcher, Cabal, Carcosa, Crowd Magnetar, Paleface, 1056, and Worm Shepherd. That's a lot of bands, I think. So I, I heard this comment, and I actually agree with it a little bit. It's a seven-minute track, and it sounds absolutely brutally disgusting. Yeah, but when you same. have this right. many features on an album on a song it really pulls away from the uniqueness of each feature and it feels like just a blend of noise at times but this is still seriously a disgusting song and i absolutely love it yeah this seems nasty like excuse me um yeah just the 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 blend of all the different vocals and just kind of you know, these are all like deathcore or deathcore inspired bands, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it they they definitely they fucking went as hard as they could on this. Yeah, because this this is a good track. To be honest, I didn't realize Paleface was on here, and now I want to go back and listen to it. Here, I didn't, I didn't read the second half of the fucking. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it goes off the thing. Head. So yeah. Um. Also, Elf in the Room, Will Ramos on Heritage. For the title track, it respect for the fact that they got it on the title track. Second, third best song on the album by a mile. I think the reason why I love Exofilth so much, I think it has the um, same little wah that like um, in Crystal Casket from Chelsea Grin, the the sound that they do in it. I think it has that same exact sound that I absolutely love, and so immediately it's just like. This is at the top of the list. Everything else sucks. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I think I just love that about guitars in any song. And right. I think I, that's just my little, like, like you were saying when we did Ocean's A Alaska stuff, um, that you love screaming over complete blank silence. Little to no uh, instrumentation, yeah. For me, it's violin core, aka eminence, and eminence, the little guitar whammy sound that they do. Um, oh, yeah. So those two things for me are like my little, like, you do that in a song, I'm like, oh, okay, all right, this song's awesome. Sorry. <laughs> Everything else sucks. Even if Pale Face yeah. did it, I don't care. <laughs> um, Update, I stretched Spotify as far as it would let me stretch the window, and it still does not fit all of the features on. Uh, you have to go into the single version of it. Oh, it was a single? Okay. Yeah. But just like looking, looking at it in the album, like you can stretch yeah, the window yeah, yeah. as far as it'll go, and it won't still, it yeah. won't go all but, of But uh, it is, in popular releases, third third one. You can see all okay. the different features. Okay, cool. It's kind of nuts how many features that is, which is really impressive for... Also, this is a third album. Uh, that's really cool that they've only been around since 2019, and they're basically like a COVID, COVID deathcore band. <laughs> oh, wow. Because their first album was 2019, and that's really impressive yeah. for the fact that like they already sound this good at third album. I mean, like sometimes it takes bands like five uh, albums to yeah, sound... It's a very, it's a very clean-sounding record. For, yeah it really for, is um, I really enjoyed this um, after talking it just now I actually bumped up my ranking of it to 8.1 nice. it was from a 7.6 at first I was like you know what no I actually really do enjoy a lot of this album and mm -hmm. a lot more than I thought I did yeah uh, yeah this is this is some really really nice metal uh, some really nice deathcore that in comparison to some of the other Deathcore albums that we listened to last year, was a really nice, unique sound on a lot of the tracks, even with the heavy breakdowns, because they still varied it up enough with right. all of the sounds and all of the instruments, and it sounded really interesting. And plus, the instrumentals did add to the song rather than taking away from it. I think one of the last songs on the album is an actual like instrumental. I don't remember exactly, but th this was very very solid. Yeah, I yeah I really enjoyed this. I feel this kind of. I feel like it's in the same range of like fit for an autopsy, shadow of intent for me, in terms of like how much mm -hmm. I enjoy it, how much I want to go back to it, type of thing. Yeah. So, um, you can pick the next album that we do because i've kind of picked the last two so um i'm gonna i'm gonna save skrillex for i if we can save skrillex for last um just because i think that from what i've heard from you i think that's gonna be the most interesting to talk about yeah um, so let's do let's do avatar let's do avatar dance uh dance devil dance avatar and their album dance devil dance it's terrible dance. So here's the funny thing. Mm -hmm. The first two songs of this album I've listened to four times. Mm -hmm. I can't get into them. I just oh, don't yeah. like those first two songs. Mm -hmm. But then the most of the rest. Right. Like, honestly, very, yeah. very good. 
um valley of disease on the beach do you feel a control gotta want to riot the dirt i'm buried in such a wonderful middle that like a lot of bands fuck up that middle and really make it a quite boring um and then clouds dipped in chrome and hazmat suit you could just get rid of those two and i'd be fine with this album as a whole um because train is seriously one of my favorites on this track on this album um i really enjoyed it i love the storytelling aspect of it i really enjoy how it like slows it down a bit and mm-hmm. um violence no matter what as well also that was such a good song that's um a cool lizzie hale feature too yeah i didn't know who lizzie hale was so you didn't know who lizzie hale was hailstorm yeah that's what i thought i haven't okay. listened to any of hailstorm stuff but even i like i knew who lizzie hale was. I, I didn't remember who it was but i remember yeah. the idea um so what i had written for my notes uh, I am not the biggest fan of the clean vocalist, despite normally really enjoying high-pitched vocals. I think that the screamer is much more talented than the other vocalists, excluding the song Gotta Wanna Riot. Overall, it's a decent album, but I don't know how much I'll want to go back to this. It's very odd and not as catchy as Yumi at Six. I had done Yumi at Six, then this. Yeah. Uh, Gotta Wanna Riot is probably my favorite song on the album. Train is a really cool storytelling conceptual song. The two songs before Train really pushed me away from the album, but Train brought me right back into the experience. Um, and that's about all I wrote for it. So what did you think? This, mm, what are my thoughts on this album? I enjoyed this. I, I, I didn't hate it. I I think I, I, I tend to have a, a hard time getting into kind of this, this type of metal. Mm. And that's that's more a personal issue than anything um but i mean this thing this i enjoyed this overall um like it it's it's very it's a very groovy record and oh yeah i was about to say like it grooves yeah it definitely grooves um and i mean they're they're just their spotify bio is like they're like metal is music for the body um you know, we uh, why have drums? Why have bass if people don't move their feet? And I'm like, yeah, that that in this record, I think exemplifies that. Do I love everything about this record? No, not really. I think a, a lot of these songs are kind of just, you know, they groove, and I don't remember much else. <laughs> um, for me personally, like the vocals are fine. Everything here is fine. Um. I don't find anything here super exceptional either. Mm. But um, you know, it definitely is is capable of getting you moving, which I I think at the very least is a, is a good thing. So, I don't have a ton to say on this. Um I actually didn't you you mentioned the two vocalists. Um I didn't I didn't mind the the clean vocals on here. Like there wasn't I didn't um it, it it's not like like a secrets type of thing where I'm like oh one's very you know I enjoy one and not the other yeah like it um I don't think I really noticed much of a difference in in how in terms of how much I liked either of them so but yeah yeah it, I, it, um... you know, it's a good album I would go back to it or you know if I, if I'm in the mood for it I'll go back to it um but it's not anything that I'm like oh this is like album of the year this is exceptional you know 
yeah i um i guess i just tried to look at it critically and like i started realizing why i didn't like the first two tracks because the first two tracks just like the clean vocals i just wasn't a fan of in general for me um sometimes there's artists that the vocals don't work for me or the instrumentation doesn't work for me but the vocals are great um there's usually not many artists that i'm not a fan of because of the voice voice solely um mm-hmm. for a reference if you didn't watch our previous episode uh, about nirvana green day and stone temple pilots kurt cobain's voice while respectfully is great for the genre i despise with a burning passion um and spoils not spoils i've talked about my hatred for nirvana many times probably at this point and it's not that bad but it's just like it's not that great on those first two tracks that really pushes me off the same with the um cloud dips clouds dipped in chrome and hazmat suit those really didn't like shine that much for me but that middle part of three through seven are so so good and feel and like actually have like such grooviness to them that keep me interested in the album despite there being a few that just eh, are okay right i don't know why if this this just kind of popped into my head uh just now the you know how you know the term butt rock sure just kind of like this this is this might be completely off but it, butt rock is like this sort of um sort of generalization of a lot of like big stadium rock like over like overblown oh kind of yeah you know, no, i see like it writing you know what i mean i feel yeah. like this is kind of like butt rock but it's butt, butt metal. metal butt metal if that makes any sense if we're going into that realm then i'll add like volby disturbed um it would definitely classify disturbed as butt metal. Thousand foot crutch, if you want to include them in the conversation from years ago, um, but like that metal era of like bands similar to that, then yes, I would completely agree with you on that. Um, yeah. By technicality, if you want to include Slipknot in the conversation, sure, but I don't agree with that either. Even though I'm not the biggest fan of the most recent album. But, Slipknot definitely. Slipknot's I wouldn't classify as like uh, as butt metal as I'm coining it. It's yeah, definitely no, like, like there's a certain style. Uh, I believe right. it's also been called boomer metal too. Mm-hmm. Like very yeah, it, like it it feel, it, it, feel, it instrumentation it, it, wise, it's, it's it very like eighties nineties. Yeah, it kind of gives Metallica, Pantera. Um, I'm thinking of other metal bands. Mm-hmm. I, Judas Priest, like instrumentation heavy, but like groovy too, where you can still like bang it. You're like, yeah, let's go. Um, I don't know. Maybe that, maybe that's completely. Maybe that doesn't. Up, I feel like this apply that applies to this. I feel like that that's kind of the yeah. vibe I get. This. So um, anyway. So uh, it's still good. I'll right, it's, probably check I, it I, out. It's good. If we're, I mean, you know. If, it's good butt metal. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're gonna call it. It's good. I, In comparison I, I to the other listens this week, part. it's technically my least ranked. Actually, no, there's one other that's least ranked. But from from the main metal listens, 
this is my least favorite of the week. But it wasn't yeah. bad. Like, right. look, it's no, not it's Pierce not. the Veil, which was like really just. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we have two more. We have Have Me and Soma. And it's a debut album from what I presume to be a metalcore band, but dips into like hardcore deathcore a little bit. But uh, signed to A Rising Empire. It's 12 songs in 34 minutes. Um, Honestly, I just thought this was very very solid metalcore and for a debut album this was like really really cool to find and be shown to and that like it interested me enough to want to go back to it more than just one time and hopefully not forget it um it's a little odd at points Mm mm-hmm but X Negativo is probably my favorite song on the album. Um, I don't remember the second listen I did of it because I think I was on my way home and I started to fall asleep a little bit. But also I fall asleep in car rides. So if you think that's a thing against the band, no, it's just I fall asleep in car rides, period. Yeah. But the majority of this album, I clicked a hard on and even the ones that I didn't... <sighs> Uh, Mitternaut is an instrumental and I love it and I think it really blends in with the album similar to how Distant had instrumentals that blended in perfectly with the album and it made it really really nice and not just like oh this is an instrumental no this just fits right into the album and it makes the listening experience so much better for me mm-hmm. yeah my thoughts are, are very similar like I enjoyed this and and like you said it's very i haven't gone back and given a second listen yet but it's just very solid metalcore and yeah it that obviously that's not a bad thing metalcore is good <laughs> like the, it, and this is good metalcore mm-hmm. um so definitely it's something i want to give more time to i haven't really managed to go back to it yet um it has me invested enough that I'm like, okay, this, I can definitely see this growing on me, you know? Yeah, so. there were, um, I'm just thinking of a few albums from last year that, uh, I'm just thinking of like, like metalcore albums that we listened to that like, weren't that interesting for us. Um, I feel like Memphis Mayfire. Yeah, of, it oh, feels like, well, man, there's nothing on here that I'm like, wow, this kind of sucks. Memphis Mayfire was carried by six very good singles, and then the rest was kind of mid. Yeah, even for me, like I gave it a seven point five for a reason because. Right. There's nothing on here that I'm like, wow, this kind of sucks ass. Yeah, but like honestly, Half Me was so much better than Memphis Mayfire. To be honest, I would rather go back to Half Me than Memphis. I think I would too. Maybe not as a whole album experience. Yes. In terms of individual songs, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I think um, there's a few times when I want Memphis Mayfire singles that are like super catchy, super standard. But then there's sometimes when I just want a nice metalcore song that has a disgusting breakdown at the end of it, or a feature from, I believe, Invent Animate, Marcus from Invent Animate. Uh, no, it's not. Or who uh, is it's, that? It, 
It is a Marcus, but it's a, it's a different Mark. Marcus. Because Mark of... um, in Ven animates Marcus Vic. Trying to think of who this is. Let me look it up. Marcus Lund is. Uh oh. Oh, he's from Throne. Throne. I don't know this band at all, but oh, it has five hundred thousand listeners. Oh, they're going on tour with. So you know what? Is this the? <laughs> I remember I've been seeing. I saw. Um. I think it was. I think it was Ryan Kirby. I think it was Ryan. Yeah, it was Ryan Kirby. I think. Where he was like, I don't know who this throne band is, but they must be paying Spotify their royalties or something like that because they show up at the end of any like <laughs> metalcore album. I yeah. think that's this band, if I remember correctly. But to be honest, which not it, that it was like it works, it works. Yeah, like, that was one of the best songs on this album. Yeah, um, and I really like the instrumental into Proxy. Proxy wasn't my favorite song, but the instrumental itself was really cool. Um, and the instrumentals usually are very. This is an instrumental, you know it by a fact. Um, right. But these ones and distance all fit in so really nicely, and it really did help this listen so much. Um, yeah, I thought this was you know just what? very solid. Right. This band formed in 2021, I think. Yeah, they like don't right after COVID. They so have they. One EP out. They are a brand Wait, new band, sorry. and this, it's really. This, is about this isn't. This isn't half me. This is Throne. But, um, anyways. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, um, yeah, uh, we had some good lessons, and then we have Skrillex Quest for Fire, uh, which the, technically the... is two albums, because Skrillex released two, one unannounced yeah. and one announced. Uh, he released Quest for Fire. And then don't get too close a few days later. The day after, actually. Yeah, the day after, sorry. Which I am, I am going to throw don't get too close in as well. Just for me, if nothing else. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'll... I, so here's the thing. Uh, after three songs, I I liked Ratatatata, whatever it was. And I got really bored after three songs. Like... I know I should be trying to give these albums a listen, but like in comparison to everything else this past weekend, Skrillex did nothing for me musically. Um, I I do want to check it out and maybe in a few weeks I'll check it out. But for right now, Skrillex does nothing for me, even though I am the one who is the EDM person more than Parker is. I, t I tend to push on the EVDM a lot more. I I grew up with it a lot more, I think, than he did. I'm not sure, but it the features are really cool. Mm -hmm. It doesn't do much for me musically. Okay. I well, to start, I um I don't know if I, I don't think I've actually told you about the um, EDM was really the first thing I kind of branched out into on my own. 
like it was it was kind of the first i think it, it was um it was monster cat i listened to that label a ton back in like late middle school freshman mm. sophomore year of high school and i mean this was like four or five years ago now but um it was really kind of that first um it's really one of the first genres it, it, it was one of the first things i went into on my own that wasn't like you know the radio like music on the radio or yeah like whatever my parents played in in the car type of thing um so i i have a bit of an admittedly it was mostly just that one label but um i did grow up a decent bit with edm and i okay. enjoyed this a decent bit i actually i had a good time with this overall okay um th this is a, this is a lot more palatable to me than than that Kazo record was last year <laughs> since that's the closest point of comparison at the moment um i like i liked this a lot more um what am i the opener is pretty good um like just just all the way throughout i um just the production on this thing is is very nice i really enjoy it like the you know the beats on this thing um are are really nice um i can't remember what song was it that are you there were a couple songs on here that I was like, "Oh shit, this this is really good." Um, I do it. it you know, I want to give this another listen because um, what I remember this is really good. Um, I've heard not so good things about the the other album he put out, but um, this one is definitely something I am going to return to fairly soon. Um, I do also want to say that the album cover goes hard as fuck. Honestly, both okay. of them do. The, uh, yeah, the other one's really nice too. I like I like the other one too, but this one is on like a complete other level, um, for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, I just it's a good time. I think I listened to it after doing the re-listen of Avatar and then Half Me, <laughs> and it was also later at night. Oh, okay. And I would rather, and I said to myself, I said, would I rather listen to this or go back to Yumi at six because I really enjoyed that. Right. And I went back to Yumi at six. Like, Yumi at six is good. Yeah. Um. So I went back to that and I didn't go back to Skrillex. <laughs> I didn't really think I would have much interest in the rest of it. I'm going to go back to both of them probably this <laughs> week or the week after. Just right. not right away because <laughs> I don't know just um, yeah. pardon me that. but right now I uh, there's going to be quite a bit to do uh, yeah. one thing that we didn't talk about is there were some actual news stories <laughs> it's actual news so we're jumping back into the news in general and the singles and other stuff um, first of all uh, there was a Chelsea Grin slash Left to Suffer tour announcement this week. Uh, Hell yeah. And I retweeted it on the account. Uh, it is disgusting on many levels. Uh, let me get the exact. Here it is Chelsea Grin and Left to Suffer. Uh, 
Suffer in Heaven slash Suffer in Hell tour. Uh, it's Chelsea Grin, Carnifex, Of Sulfur, and Left to Suffer. Yeah, that's nasty. E- yeah. Um, and the thing is, I haven't even listened to Of Sulfur before, and I saw Carnifex live. Oh, my Lord, are they heavy. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the only thing that would make that tour even more insane would be a Lorna Shore in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. That would be disgusting. Um, I'd say Jarko, but I don't think Tom Barber's trying to do <laughs> two no. sets in one night. Uh, and Attack Attack is having an EP, Dark Waves, out March 31st. So, yeah, another thing for March to stack onto the list of March releases. Let's throw that in the dock as well. Attack Attack. Um, and lastly, uh, during an Architects tour, uh, Sam Carter wrote, some lad ran on stage and grabbed Josh's microphone during the third song, and we shouted some shit down it, and shouted some shit down it. So we pulled him off stage, and then he shouted at me about how I was letting Tom down. Nobody got attacked. It was just mental. Anyways, we go again and keep rocking. See you tonight, Melbourne. Love you all. So some absolute fucking dumbass mm-hmm. thought that the lead singer sam carter who is a wonderful human being in many 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 ways if not almost always was letting tom down because he wasn't letting him speak on stage now there are things you do at metal metal concerts mm-hmm. you help someone out you Crowd surf with the, the other you people. The you have the pit etiquette. You pit etiquette. You help someone up. You help someone exactly. get up there. You mosh. You wall mosh. Everything. You respect other people. Respect the other women in the world. Whatever. There are things mm-hmm. you don't do. First off, don't steal. <laughs> Just don't fucking steal. And that's somehow one of the hardest concepts for people of the regular culture to understand that you don't steal from a fucking band because they don't have enough money to even put food on the table half the time, but they have enough money to make their shirts because that's what they live off of. Mm -hmm. You don't be a douchebag to the, to the band members. They'll kick you the fuck out in show. Like even if they're not performing, you don't be a douche to them. And lastly, you don't get on fucking stage unless they invite you up there. Mm-hmm. And that is a rare occurrence. The only one who I know would do that is the lead singer of Green Day because he invites people up to sing with him or play guitar with him and literally hand out guitars left and right because he can't. And it's so fucking cool. He did that for a 14-year-old who could play a song. Because he's Billy Joe Armstrong and he can just do that. <laughs> yeah, no, but literally, like, someone actually played um, mm-hmm. one of their songs on guitar, like, near perfectly. Hell yeah. And then another sang, like, every lyric. It was like, this is nuts. Um, you do not, <laughs> by any means, go on stage and start spewing some shit into the microphone because you feel that it's necessary. Like, what brain cells do you not have? Oh wait, all of them. Well, no, he had to, he had to have the two to rub to rub together to make him go oh. up on stage. You're right. You're right. Okay. He only has so, two. Yeah, you're right. <sighs> yeah, yeah. It just 
I saw that tweet and I had to screenshot and just put it in the doc. I was like, oh, we need to talk about this. Yeah, it sounds like some pretty some pretty fucking scummy shit yeah. was said too. That's just like, okay, why what's yeah, just mm-hmm. the nasty, nasty situation. And like especially I can't imagine like you know, being rushed up being rushed on a uh on the stage you're performing by some guy who's like gonna you know yeah he didn't attack anybody but you don't you don't know that (laughs) yeah no literally there's been like actual attacks before right that's why they have security guards at these shows because Mm -hmm. you don't know what's gonna happen right um okay so technically do we have anything for this coming week not yet no there wasn't, we didn't really have much for like like we didn't have a lot for this week we didn't have a lot for we don't have a lot for next week let me like, there's not been a ton that's been like previously announced um hold on let me look let me look okay Okay, it's To the Grave, Heaven's Gate, Awake at Last, Real Friends. Oh, Real Friends has a new album slash EP. Okay, that's something. That's pop punk. Pop punk? Cool. Pop punk. Put it in. Uh, put the others ones in. I'll send you the tweet. Thank you, Alan Harrington, yeah, by the way. Just, I don't know if you actually watch us, but thank you. Um, seriously, you, you have saved us with many different albums and everything. Um, and I love your excitement. I love you. Um, we should get married. We've been married since like 2018. So I know you're actually officially married, but I can't say that too much though. So yeah, um, we'll do to the grave, heaven's gate, awake at last and real friends next week. Cool. Um, other than that, I think we'll probably just have some singles, but anyway, that is it for this episode. Since Parker did the last outro and he sucked at it, I'll do the outro, I guess. Don't skip the outro on our next, on our previous episode. Don't listen to it. No, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking put that whole thing in, bitch. <laughs> no, I know. You can put it in. I'm just I'm anyway, advising people to not go listen to that segment of the episode. <laughs> well, this will come out afterwards. So yes, I know. suck dick. <laughs> um, do the outro. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Uh, we have a YouTube. We're putting up the episodes one by one, uh, except episode one, because that shit doesn't want to export whatsoever. Anyway, we have a YouTube. We have a Twitter. Please follow us there. Give us five stars on Spotify. Um, Share us. Follow us on Twitter. Just like, retweet everything we do, because the more exposure, the better. And we would love to have people give us albums or give us news that we may miss, because... During the day, I'm really busy. During the mid-afternoon to evening, Parker is really busy. So I would love for some more news all the time. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. And as always, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are.